Welcome. Uh, I hope this thing is working. Welcome to the first ever episode of Arts Play Radio with Eski and Ike. Uh, our Arts Play Radio aims to be a space where we talk to artists about how they create and what it means to make art in the 21st century. Um, I'm uh, uh, Ike Carton and I'm a writer and an experimental noise musician, if that means anything at all, probably doesn't. And my co-host is uh, Eskimo Hito. Uh, Eski, hello, how are you? Eski, I'm just going to put you on. Hey. How are you all doing? We are well, my friend. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. Sorry, I, I don't know if you heard me. I was uh, I was wrestling with a cat. As ridiculous as that sounds, like the cat wouldn't leave me, so I had to, I had to run out to another room. But I'm, <laughs> I'm all right, man. I'm well survived. How are we? Very well, thanks. Very well. Um, why don't you quickly give yourself an introduction? Let people know who you are, what you're about, and um, and we'll crack on from there. I'm uh, I'm Escobarito, musician from London. Um, NFT enthusiast and uh, just uh, appreciator of appreciator of the arts, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm really stoked to be a part of this. So uh, yeah, man, let's 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 crack on. Who have we got? Well, uh, we've got a very interesting guest uh, tonight. Um, I before just before we do that, I just wanted to give you some context. We are both part of. Uh, collective called cool dudes club uh and as you can tell we're exceptionally cool people um we're basically working on artist-centric web3 projects uh, and that's kind of where this initiative comes from um and um yeah with that i'd like to uh introduce our first ever guest on apr uh and that's bistractor i've got to work out just how to make him able to speak, but I'll do that in just a moment. So uh, as soon as that happens, you'll hear his voice. I'll put that little applause. All right. Hey, everyone, how are you doing? Hopefully you can hear me okay. We can. Thank you very much. Welcome. Thanks for coming on. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Not at all. Um, so, Beastract, um, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and um, the sort of art that you create? How, how do you describe it to people who haven't got a clue? Yeah, no problem at all. So my name's Jay. I am a, um, I'm actually a musician by trade. I have, I've been a professional musician for around about 10 years now, mainly a bass player, but that's kind of how I, um, that's my job really. And... Um, a kind of in the pandemic, I, like many people in the creative, in all industries, um, all my tours and festivals and everything got put on pause. So um, this kind of gave me some time to focus on my artwork, which I've been, I've been doing it for years and years, but uh, music's always come, kind of like come first. It's been my main career. So my art in general is, is quite abstract, but there, it has a few different styles. I incorporate my music in some of it. I do derivatives. Um, there's so many different little uh, styles I have, but I would kind of mainly say it's abstract work. Excellent. And 
sorry, Eski, you were going to say? Yeah, no, I mean, I was, I was just, I've been, um, you know, I've been, we've, we've been fans of your work for, uh, it seems like ages we've been, we've been uh, organising this, so I'm really happy to have you be speaking to you. Um, yeah, but I've been like tripping out on your, uh, on your work all week. I, I, I just totally bowled over by how prolific you are. Like, how, where does that come from? That's incredibly kind. Thank you very much. Um, um, I, don't, I don't know how to answer that question. Um, the stuff I've been releasing this week actually has been, it's actually been my new stuff, which is kind of, I've been working towards it for months. In fact, I've been trying to find the style for years. You know, I've got like an abstract style, which I really like, but there's new stuff I've, which I incorporate music and animation and everything. I feel like I finally um, found my kind of unique style. Um, so the stuff that I'm doing at the moment is really, really, I just love it. It's one of the things we've talked about actually is the way this sort of experimentation in Web3 gives artists a chance to sort of find their style. One of the things that my my wife is is safety first and she has found in the past that um just trying to find a way to work out what it is that you do is one of the trickiest things for artists is that is that your experience absolutely i have to say i've been working with safety first recently where i'm not sure well we can say it now we're doing a collaboration together and it is incredible safety's work is unbelievable um so everyone needs to go check out her oh i can't believe it it's so good um and the question was about um people finding their styles i find it really interesting especially like the fact that you can actually everything that's been minted you can go back and like in my work particularly there's almost an evolution on the blockchain where you can see if they have if they're kind of web3 artists then you can see their work minted and you, you can really track the evolution quite easily i find it so fascinating yeah, I think it's it's one of those things that maybe gets forgotten about um, in in the sort of the hype about stuff is is just that ability to look at it almost like a a living gallery where retrospective that that exists you know out of time. It's which is probably unique to to the how we live now, right? You you wouldn't have been able to do that in the past. No, you're right. Really, social media is a big help, but like just having things permanently on a blockchain and and just having that like mint dates and everything there, so you can see like and especially like with virtual galleries and things popping up and everything's going to be even more in the future. I can't believe like looking gonna, looking back on all this in ten years time, what it's all going to be like. I'm sure all of us are going to be um, known in some crazy ways, but it's going to be so interesting. Well, I I kind of had the same thing. I, I'm like I said, I'm a musician and. When the pandemic hit, like I, I was, I, you know, a guy we had like eighteen months worth of touring just, just stop. And if, if there was, this, there was, this, I had this real sense of like I needed to create something and show that there was like some kind of like timeline or some evolution to my work. I don't know why, why that came, why that hit so personally to me. But did you find that as well? Yeah. <laughs> hundred percent. Um, it seems like we're in the same boat. Just kind of like I was, so I was paint when, when the pandemic hit, I was painting every day and I was really exploring the, uh, the abstract side of my work. I had been doing that for about a year. So it's still fairly fresh compared to, because I, I, my other painting is just normal kind of painting, like painting objects and painting things. And, and, um, 
So, uh, yeah, I, I'm the same. So when I explored this abstract stuff, I really wanted to kind of document it in a, in a bit more of a way, which is why I started like an Instagram page. And I, I started Bstrap maybe a year before I found out about NFTs. So coincidentally, when, when I did discover NFTs, I, I had a collection. I had a year's worth of work just there sitting there waiting. So it was kind of like a perfect thing. But um, to answer your question, yeah, the documenting and, and evolution of everything, I used just an Instagram page. And I just, you know, like every day or, you know, consistently minting and stuff. It, um, it was really interesting. So what's your background creatively? Did you study art? Or, I mean, you, you're a musician, so... Was that the thing that happened? Was art a sideline? How did that work? So I studied art at like college. Um, so like in, in the UK, that's like A-level. Um, but music was, I went on to do a degree in music in London. So, you know, when you're doing a degree, I didn't have a lot of time to focus on art. I just, it was always something that I did um, almost as a meditation to de-stress to just as I, I suppose as a hobby you know like I it was I did I constantly have done it forever I feel like but it, music was always my full-time 100% practicing you know you practice every day you don't I feel like sometimes there's enough time to focus on another career coincidentally now I have two careers in it so I like now that the music industry is kind of coming back um I've got that too so I'm very busy at the moment that's awesome. Um, do you when when you're working with the the visual sort of stuff? Are you working in physical mediums? Is that I mean the stuff that I've seen looks like like the actual application of the paint seems a like a major part of your work. And and at what stage does that become digital? Yeah, of course. So to give you a little like process of of my work, everything usually starts as me physically painting onto a canvas or onto a you know a, a big board or, or something. Um, so it's all very physical at the start. The majority, in fact, pretty much all my pieces. And so the the what the, the pieces which are just like an abstract two um, D piece of work um, is is simply me painting on on a canvas and then. Um, changing that and kind of manipulating it on like Photoshop and, and a few other software and just trying to I have an idea on my head before I'm painting it because I, I feel like I'm getting better with Photoshop kind of planning what I want it to look like and then doing that on the canvas and then manipulating and enhancing it um, with Photoshop and sometimes it's big changes sometimes it's minimal you know maybe like enhancing the colors and the contrast and things but um, so it really starts off as quite physical and then there's other pieces where it's, um, say, like a der derivative piece where I'm kind of someone's commissioned me to make a like a abstract PFP version of the, of their PFP, and I'll use a lot of my um, paintings or digital digitally edited paintings in that. So then it's that's kind of all Photoshop work, really. And then there's the next step of like my newer pieces, which are it's kind of a mixture between animation, film, film and photography, um, or painting in, is involved in that too. And then, I, and then I sit down and write and record the music as well. Sometimes I do the music first, depending on the piece. But so that, that takes so much longer than, than just painting a picture. Um, but that's kind of different processes. And then that, there's loads of things that like, you can experiment with as well, like 3D work. I have a 3D printer, which I've been experimenting with lately with like 3D fashion. And that's the thing about Web3. There's so many crazy opportunities out there. So I feel like I've got so many ideas and just so little time.
I need to ask you. So you've got, so you've, uh, well, I think I know what the answer for you to ask the question, but you've got a pin tweet and you've got this, uh, I think I can, is that your studio you're working from? Yeah, so the pin tweet, let me just check which one it is. I believe it's the, a collaboration yeah. one. Um, that is, yes, the pin tweet there is a new collaboration I have coming out Friday with a guy called Pete, which is something really unique. I won't chat about loads and loads, but um, I, this is so, he's so interesting. And we actually met online and we've never met in, you know, personally, but I've had like Zoom chats with him over the past year. Um, just kind of, we just got to know each other and like he was one of the first people I, you know, took that step to actually like video call and chat. And we've just, he's a musician, he's an artist and he's traveled all over the world. He's so interesting. And it seems that we, we were really like connecting. So we decided to do a collaboration together and it's kind of been a few months in the making. So it's all original music that I've either wrote or he's wrote and then we've, we've kind of collaborated together. So he'll send me his pieces and I'll put some things down or vice versa. And on top of that, mm -hmm. there's the art as well. So I've sent him art pieces. He sent me mine and there's there. He's very good at 3d and we've turned them into AR and then we've, built a virtual gallery and then everything kind of like i think if you can see in the pin tweet it all kind of comes together you can go to the virtual gallery scan the qr code and have the piece of like art alive in your living room and so it's really interesting and then we made like a puzzle there's a free nft so there's loads going on there it's all out on friday really. um but yeah to answer your question that is actually my um like music uh room where i record and and things like that i have an art room it's really, I say our room, it's a, a cupboard basically, it's a small room, and um, but it's got my paints and it's got uh, my 3D printer, so I'm lucky to have a bit of space where I can I can just make a mess. <laughs> well, I was, gonna, I was gonna ask you next, I mean, you've got all those instruments there, do you, do you feel that you have to literally lock yourself away with one, you know, with, with, with one medium, or can you, you know, I. I if I find it incredibly hard not to be distracted and just kind of pick up a bass and just be like, okay, let's just, let's, let's do this tomorrow. <laughs> you know, like it's very focused your work. And I'm saying like, do you ever think, do you ever have to separate yourself from, from music or can it just be uh, just a, a full on all things at once type of deal? If that makes any sense. Of course, yeah, that's a great question. Um, it's really depending what I have on my to-do list. I like, I feel like one thing about like the Web three and the NFT space is it's. I'm so, I'm so excited about it. Like in so many ways, you know, I feel like it can revolutionise so many creative industries, particularly the music industry. But I'm so passionate about it. I really, I'm just like quite focused on it. So. I'm lucky to um, have, you know, work as a musician, so which ends up being quite some time off in a week. So I do this all day. And, and um, in terms of being focused on either one, it depends what's on my to-do list. So I have a huge to-do list, which I kind of do at the night time, and I go, this is what I'm going to do next, this week. or, And then it always gets bigger every day. So um, I literally, just before this um, space, I did a um, like a remix of a Sia track, um, which I found really interesting. And for that, I also created an art piece. And um, again, that's a Web3 opportunity. I was, I'm, I'm in a group, um, like a community called Souls, and um, it's, it's run by Sia. And it's amazing. And so she released all the stems for her track, which is kind of unheard of, really. But she gave yeah. all the um, community members stems. 
and she's going to pick five in the next few weeks. So the deadline, I think, is today or tomorrow. Um, so I put my piece out. So that was kind of, I suppose it all really matters on deadlines of things. So if I've got a deadline for music, that will kind of come up first. If I've got a deadline for an art piece, you know, I try and prioritise a little bit. Amazing. Amazing. I'm looking at that piece now. This is, your, this is um, at Souls underscore Galaxy. That's the one. That's the, uh, that's the um, NFT collection, yeah. Yeah. So that piece, um, interestingly, uh, you can have some like insider knowledge. Um, that's actually based, like, because it's kind of the animation is taken from a, like a video that I created. Um, and it's actually me in Japan wrestling a sumo wrestler. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Oh, what are you doing? This is amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's a, there's a, so you'll probably see it now more in the, uh, obviously I get absolutely battered, but um, it's a really interesting thing. But obviously it looks quite um, unique and abstract and I painted it all, but that's, that's the truth of that, about that picture, which is still a pretty cool story. He needs to know this, man. Definitely. So, I was going to say, I mean, I was going to ask what inspires you, but is it essentially being wrestled by somebody? It is. I do a lot of jujitsu, so um, I feel like that's um, pretty much my weekly um, thing, just getting strangled by someone, and then um, that's where the inspiration comes from. <laughs> um, but uh, seriously, in terms of inspiration, I've literally and everything, you know, like uh, music is obviously huge. Um, my fiance, she's a musician as well. She's like we were engaged. Um, we've been together for eight years now. She's she's a huge inspiration for me. Um, you know, we 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 love things like nature and we go surfing and do jujitsu and exercise and we you know everything that everyone does. Good food, travel. Um, we just try and just do things we enjoy and we work really hard. And so, in terms of inspiration, really anything. Um, I, sometimes it's movies, TV shows. Sometimes I'm thinking about something I've just watched, and I'm sometimes it's poetry. I try and write lyrics and poetry. So sometimes if I've written like some lyrics, I'll try and paint that, or you know, just exploring different creative out outlets. Really awesome. Um, so what, in terms of like on a real sort of practical sense, when you're working, maybe specifically on the on the visual arts kind of side of things. Are you working in silence? Are you listening to music while you work? How do, and and do you do you sit down and work all day, or do you you know work when inspiration hits you? What how does your process work in that sense? Yeah, that's really interesting. I kind of flick between two mindsets really i feel like inspiration can just hit you anytime so i have like my, thank god i have a phone so like i if it's a, something musical I'll, I'll hum it or record it or if it's something art visual i've got a concept or an idea or something i'll write it in my notes straight away i'll you know if i'm in the shower i get out of the shower and i'll grab my phone and write it down for it because otherwise i'll probably forget it so i feel like that happens anytime anywhere sometimes i'll be even having a conversation i'm like i'm so sorry i gotta just write this down um so that's kind of, I feel like inspiration can come anywhere. I'm also on the other mindset that if you just wait until inspiration hits you, you might not get work done all the time. So I do sometimes try and set aside time to work on something, even if I don't feel inspired. And I feel like sometimes, it, uh, sometimes I, I get exactly what I'm looking for and sometimes I don't. But sometimes just putting in the hours is just helpful. 
so in terms of like a painting a piece i'll sit down um you most i'd say majority of the time i'll put an album on or whatever i'm really feeling if it's like a, a, i've got so much music that i love so I'll, I, I'll just put that on sometimes it's silence a lot of the time it's a podcast i love listening to podcasts and and just learning and and uh, so i'm always really listening to something i'd say yeah it's interesting it's one of those things that i flick between because I, I write really and i get distracted by songs with words and that's kind of what led me into the instrumental side of things but i i feel like when you're working on something that that sort of background noise or music can have a real impact on the piece that you're creating i mean at least from a from a textual point of view for me is that something is that how you would you put something on to set a mood for the piece that you're making uh yeah essentially sometimes like um sometimes i have an idea sometimes sometimes i'm literally trying to paint the song you know like sometimes that's the inspiration if i'm stuck for inspiration i'll put a track i love and see if i can paint it or you know what what's that thinking what's the imagery of the lyrics etc if it's something that i'm writing i'm probably the same with you i feel like i'll get distracted by the, the words so i've done i do loads of like guitar instrumentals and even bass instrumentals and things so um it's always it always ends up being kind of like kings of convenience like style Spanishy acoustic y stuff um seems to help with when, when I'm writing things. Um but yeah, in terms of painting, I'd say I'd say it doesn't I don't let it distract me too much, but maybe I'd I maybe there's needs to be a case study, like pieces without music and pieces with music and see if people can it'd be interesting if people could spot the difference. That that would be interesting. Yeah, absolutely. I mean well, I actually was wondering, I'm sorry I could use if you've already said this, um, don't repeat yourself. But I was—I'm always really interested in, especially like going back to you know our attitudes towards creating art during the pandemic, and then learning a different skill. I always found what I struggled the most with was was um, knowing when a piece was complete, even if you're you know you're working in the abstract, and like when is a piece of art done? And I've I've kind of come to realize for myself that it's almost an art to know like when to stop. You know where to say, look. You know, I'm I'm, I'm done. Um, I was wondering if you could speak to that. If you could speak on that, you know, in regards to your own your own uh, paintings here, um, and also if I can somehow pivot into, like, how does that how does that work with your everyday life? Are you do you give yourself this kind of finite time? I'm going to create now, or is it like? Uh, do you, you know, do you lock yourself away in a room and say, I'm not going to speak to anyone? Or is it kind of a back and forth, you know? Oh, two great questions. Um, so the first one about um, knowing when an art piece of art's done, that's an interesting, that, that's hard, kind of harder to answer. But I've, I've been, one, the short answer is I've been in this band for, for uh, 10 years now. Uh, the band's called Lloyd Yates and it's like a folky band. So we've played all over UK and Europe and everything. But the one thing that hasn't happened is we haven't released our like debut album because the singer, whose name is Lloyd Yates, he he's the, one of the best songwriters I've ever worked with, and he probably has seven albums worth, and they're all great. And I mean, he's released EPs, well, we've released EPs, and they've been done very well. But he's such a perfectionist, and he doesn't know when to release it he doesn't feel like things are finished even if the rest even if the rest of the world does so i've kind of learned from him that if you just keep the 
things can always change and improve. Like, I mean, after, you know, six months of you changing, you, your piece of art would change um, and you, it would never be done. So I'm, I'm kind of like a hard, I was like, this is when I, when I just, I guess it's a feeling. I just go, this is when it's done. Um, it's, it's sometimes, I, I mean, like a mix this evening. I went back and forth for that for ages because I'm kind of hearing new things and then it's just like, but then I could spend days, weeks doing this one mix or doing this one piece of art, changing strokes, and I wouldn't get anything done. Um, so I try and be quite strict with myself when I feel like it's it's done or I'm happy with it. If it's something that I would have on my wall or listen, if I, if I personally would do it, then that's kind of good enough for me. Um, so that's kind of, hope that answers that question a little bit. Um, and I have to remember the next question you asked. Um, pand- no, go ahead. No, remind me of the second part of the question. Well, I just wonder how, how that's kind of, I mean, I've, I'm talking of my own, struggle here with with that but it's like how does that fit into into your time away from your studio and your work or do you once you leave are you are you thinking about it or, or do you kind of put it to one side and kind of let the world in as it were yeah that's an interesting one i am um, i think it's important to have a rest from it i think everyone needs a rest from their creativity um, so I do things like surfing and jiu- jiu-jitsu sounds strange, but there's something about like getting strangled by people. You're not thinking about anything for an hour and a half. You just don't get strangled. Um, so that's a, it's a really great form of meditation. And it's kind of, um, I'm not thinking about art for that hour and a half. And it, that's more important than the exercise. You know, there's quite a few things I do in my life, like a, a, a walk with friends or, you know, a hike or a run. running doesn't always help because I think a lot when I run. Um, so running is, I find that actually generates more ideas. Um, but I kind of set aside certain things that I do in my life that stops me thinking about music, stops me thinking about art and stops me thinking about, uh, it's my job. So it stops me thinking about work really. Um, I think that's really important. Um, but at the same time, you can't help it. So sometimes I will try not to think about it and then an idea comes or, you know, I go for a swim and, and that's your, your best ideas can come out that way. And I have to run out and run it all down. And, and, um, so I'm, I never really switch it off in everyday life, but I try and do things that it's just impossible to then think of. It's it's funny you brought that up, um, Eski. I I wrote a novel where one of the most successful inventions in the world um, was a machine that you could point at any work of art to tell you if it was finished or not. So it's um, obviously been on everyone's mind. Um, oh man, patent pending. <laughs> That's incredible. Where, uh, is the novel finished? Is it out? It's uh, it's it's a thing that is with some publishers, and maybe one day we'll see the light of day. But um, yeah, I will, I'll send you a copy if you like. I'd but um, read it. You almost need the machine to point at the novel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I was going to ask sort of to, to kind of wrap things up a little bit. Um, what are your ambitions? Like, where? What do you want to do from here? I've got so many ambitions, really. Um, I, like to to kind of just I'll quickly go back a bit when I I mean I don't know I, this is actually kind of interesting I'll try and keep it very quick I know you're wrapping it up but an interesting story is is um, so when I first started in the NFT space I I'd been doing it for a year I'd been creating these pieces for a year and I was sitting out in Emily's garden my fiance and I was listening to a podcast and I was painting away in the garden and um, I was listening to um, Steve O from Jackass. 
you know, I don't know if you know anyone knows that about guys, but um, it was a really interesting podcast. He had Mark Cuban on, and then he was talking. Not Mark Cuban was talking about NFTs. So I, that's that's pretty much how I found it. So I went straight from the garden. I minted loads of NFT, my collection, made loads of mistakes, spent you know months researching about the space, um, and then some pieces started selling maybe three or four months later. So I took more notice and jumped in even further. And then in October last year, um, someone asked me that question, how did you get into the NFT space? And what it was, was um, I told them the, um, about the Mark Cuban and Stephen thing, and I put it on a tweet. And the next day, Mark Cuban actually found my artwork, liked it, and shared it with his 9 million followers. And then, like, things went crazy. Like, I sold 80 pieces in an hour, and, you know, loads of messages, discords, you know, it was crazy. This was back in October. So I, I wanted to then, I wasn't prepared, but I wanted to then, I suddenly had 80 collectors from like, from, you know, a handful to having, no, close to 100 collectors. So I, to answer the question, I wanted to, I've done some of these ambitions. I set some ambitions for myself then, which I've now done. And I, I built a little artist roadmap and, one of them was help a charity that I've been involved in as a musician in the States in a band called Dispatch, who I've, I've been lucky enough to like, write with. And they're in a charity, and it's an amazing charity. So I put a load of percentages of that, the profits of the art to that. I'm obviously a musician, so I donated 50 music lessons with that. And I bought some art supplies for random, um, for, for random schools in America, which were, I just found and they were looking for it. So that, was, that is one of my ambitions, just to do some more art and do some more good. And, you know, I've, I kind of ticked off all those roadmark, roadmap boxes, which was, was great. So those are kind of some personal ambitions in terms of just doing some more good. But on the more, like, um, ambitious scale, I would love to... Um, you know, things like being a super artist would be good. You know, a homepage of OpenSea would be amazing. Um, I've, you know, I'm, I'm a speaker at NFT London, which was a, a big tick box. Um, so more exhibitions worldwide. There's so many, a, a, anything that any artist could dream of. I, I'm, that's my ambition as well. Um, I'd probably need to write more specific things down. But yeah, that's that's my ambition, really. Well, that is Absolutely uh, brilliant and kind of really aligns with, with some of the stuff that we have been talking about in, in CDC is just like wanting to, you know, really give a leg up to, to other artists and, ha- and do as much as we can to help them along the way too. And I was going to sort of finish things up by just asking if anyone who's listening, all four or five of you, have any questions um, that they want to ask um, and otherwise we will um, we'll call it a, an evening. And if not, which is okay too, um, I was going to trail a couple of things. One is that um, uh, very soon, as you mentioned, um, yourself and Safety First will be uh, launching a collaboration. We've been lucky enough to see some of the works um, ahead of time, and they do look pretty stunning if i do say so and um yeah, unbelievable i'm there like sometimes i'm like out and, and i'll get an email and i will just like i have to like it's only my fiance that's seen them um but i'm like look at this is how good is this i i'm so i can't wait for people to see them i'm so excited now they were awesome i, I, I was like absolutely i didn't know what to expect i knew it was going to be good but 
it was something special for sure. So congrats. I can't I can't wait for uh, for people to see that. Got a question for you uh from Lux. Go ahead, Lux. Hey guys, um, really good place. Really enjoy this. Um, it's been an absolute class acting getting so I guess the can't um, hear it. The mindset. Um, um, a quick question, just and um, a, a lot of sort of teasers of these pieces. I'm just wondering if there's uh, any any out from when you're going to um, when you're going to drop some of those. I think I heard it. Uh, it was a little quiet on my phone. I think you said about the new pieces that have been releasing. You were wondering, like, sort of a time frame. Uh, let me know if that's not the question. Um, I'm pretty sure you're right there. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. So, um, yeah, you you um, uh, liked one of the pieces. It was the first piece, actually, um, which was a, a picture. I have to bookmark it somewhere. It's a, um, a piece which I created um, of, uh, a, it looks like a woman dancing and it's within my abstract artwork and it has a track that I wrote and recorded with Emily. And that was the first um, concept piece. So I've got quite a few um, of them now. In terms of time frame, the one thing I'm just working on at the moment, which is in the biggest um, part, I, like new things pop up all the time, but myself and Emily, who is my fiance, we have a songwriting collection and it's like a it's a big thing, but it's like a hundred tracks we've been doing with all pieces of artwork based on that. So I'm just kind of focusing on that a little bit, and I'm still creating those pieces, the, the my personal pieces. So I'm going to do the songwriting collection first, which I'm hoping will be out next month, um, at least in time for the um, NFT London, because that's what we'll be talking about. So hopefully we have things ready by then. Um, in terms of my personal collection, I'm. I'm really just kind of gauging. Um, it's hard. I'm really doing everything on my own. Like I'm doing my social media, my marketing. I'm doing my running my Discord. I'm doing the music. I'm doing the art. You know, it's it's a lot of work. So I am. Um, I want these are basically. I'm so proud of these pieces. More, if I'm honest, more proud than I've probably ever been with my work. And I really want to really sit right. Um, not that it has to. You know, I'm not expecting to sell out all these amazing things just release it in the right way so i want to i've been researching about like manifold and using my own contract i've been talking about with marketplaces and, and galleries and just to give it kind of the attention it deserves really um but the great the good news is that like i'm i uh, i can give you know p- people like you Lux, like the first see of everything you know i can you know you can even purchase it before you know it goes public um i'm so easy it's it's not like um it's not about making like millions and millions of pounds it's just i'm so proud of this work i, I need to i need to get it out there um so in terms of time frame i hope definitely before the end of the year um I'm, I'm wondering whether it's a good idea to release it in stages, what marketplace. I've been in talks with a few of the marketplaces potentially to get a homepage feature, which, which would be incredible. Um, so we'll kind of see what happens. That, that's never a guarantee, but we'll see what happens there. Um, so, yeah, I'm just really just finding out the details. But the good thing is I can share it to you personally and send you everything and see which ones you like. And um, But I really, really appreciate you and taking such an interest in it. It means the world. Got another question there from Stephen. Stephen, did you want to ask something? Yeah. Hi, guys. Uh, good evening. Um, I just wanted to say I'm a, I'm a collector and um, I'm sort of new to this space. 
And I just want to say, Ike and Lux, thanks ever so much for helping me burn my first nine pieces today. Um, because that was the first time I've actually um, sort of interacted with the contract on Efferscan. Um, I'm part of the cool dude club, um, uh, the token that we've got there. And um, I just found this uh, conversation very, very fascinating. And um, I look forward to following some of the artists and hopefully picking up more of the pieces. Thank Thank you. How, how are you finding the space, Stephen? Are you, did you say you're fairly new to it or have you been doing it for a while? Yeah, I'm fairly new. Um, I'm based in uh, Moscow, Russia. My son's at university in um, Amsterdam. And we decided to get into NFTs in about February with uh, another member of the Cool Dudes Club, actually, a guy from India who's a big, fr a close friend of ours who used to be together in London. And um, so we started looking for projects. And um, it's like everything. You start, you know, you, you, you sort of, you pick a few, they sort of die, uh, you get um, you know, rug pulled and everything, and then you work out that actually at the end of the day, less is more. Um, you try to find the ones that actually appreciate the art and the artist behind them rather than the hype. Um, and so what we're doing at the moment is we're really being more selective um, and trying to find artists, first of all, that we feel are building a good community. Um, I've got a good um, spirit there um, that are focusing on the art as a utility rather than all the, all the other stuff going around. And, um, you know, I, I've sort of avoided now all the, all the, um, the three giveaways and, um, you know, being concerned about putting my wallet out there and everything. And, um, you yeah, know, we're pretty much safety first in terms of our approach, making sure that we've got all our assets uh, safe and um, just trying to learn a lot more about it as we go. Um, but improving, you know, day by day, week by week, and find it very fascinating, actually. And I, I do love the artwork, and there's some projects that I'm in um, that I am very feel very privileged to be in and part of the community. Amazing. It sounds like you've kind of went through most people's journeys. You know, I'm similar to you. have been involved in, you know, rug pulls and, you know, the, completely everything. But it sounds like you've had um, a great journey. But, um, I mean, my DMs are literally always open. It sounds like you, February, you're probably a veteran by now. But if you <laughs> chuck me a, a message if you, you know, just want to chat, basically. Yeah, no, thanks so much. I mean, my DMs are actually completely closed <laughs> from, a, from purely from a safety point of view on Discord. Um, I'm also, yeah, we've got Twitter, Instagram, and um, Facebook banned in Russia uh, because they've been nominated as a terrorist organization. So that, that means the only way I can join you guys is on a VPN. Uh, fortunately, OpenSea and, um, and uh, Discord are working absolutely fine. Um, and also Binance works very well. Uh, you can do a lot of PFP, uh, PFP trading on Binance, so at least I can get um, uh, Ethereum mainly to, to actually then do trading because you know, the banks are pretty much not operating. They've all been sanctioned. Um, so, yeah, very interesting times. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm, I run my own company here. I do a lot of work, and I just try to find um, a, a type of hobby, um, especially in the fact that I actually collect physical art as well. So going into the NFT world um, was quite a, an interesting journey, and, and I found it very fascinating. I've actually got quite a collection now. Uh, but as I said, I'm trying to sort of um, be more selective and, and take the approach that actually less is more and just find good projects and communities that we want to um, invest in. And Stephen, was it was it you and your son? Is that how you cho you cho you choose to uh, 
to yeah, get involved in it, it, it was three of us actually as a as a friend of ours who's who's also um in one of the, the servers we're together with ike and lux and safety first uh there's a guy called tinu he goes under the name flava pill so he's he's based in um, india he's a good friend of ours um and um we were we were actually doing some online gaming together and decided to get into NFTs. Um, and I- interestingly enough, it, it was the old guys. So like, you know, I'm not a young lad anymore. I'm 52. Uh, Tino's <laughs> probably about 38. And my son's 20 uh, at uni in Wagengen in, in, in Holland. And um, we sort of convinced the younger generation to get into it. And we're more active um, and uh, we find that we're now, yeah, we're now giving them tips in what to get into. We've introduced some of Richard's friends um, in Amsterdam into the NFT world as well, especially into projects that we like um, and that we feel have got um, uh, you know, longevity and uh, are actually building the right spirit and community. Um, and to be honest, I find it very fascinating, very interesting. Yeah, like it. Love it. Fantastic. And um, I know a lot of people talk about the bad side of like, you know, you know as you, we said about rug pulls and, and getting scammed on DMs, you know, there's always uh, fear of missing out, pressing a link and then finding out you've, you've been been done for 500 quid or whatever. Um, but I would say the other, other side, I would look at the positives and, and some of the positives that I see, uh, first of all, the creativity is unbelievable. Um, I think it's amazing what, what um, people do. And actually someone like myself who's never drawn in my life have started to actually download um, drawing programs um, onto you know the iPad and and the Apple app from the Apple Store and actually starting to you know draw something. Richard's creating NFTs at the moment, which is great. Um, uh, so the creativity is fantastic, but more more than that, what I have found is the community is very strong, and you quickly, especially on Discord, I found Discord to be a really fantastic um, platform, and um, I find that. If you're in the right community, the trust that is built up very quickly uh, between the moderators, developers, and the community, so the ones that actually stick around and engage, is really good. It's, it's, you really become friends even though you've never met them physically, um, and I find it really interesting, and I, I think it's a really strong bond, and I think that's really great. No, for sure. I think what, is, what I find is fascinating about this is – um, like the set, are you saying that you just you started, you know, creating your own art? This the sense that of, of empowerment uh, to, to you know um, that it gives to to, to each pe- to each person. I think it's absolutely phenomenal, and I think it's a beautiful thing. I, I really, uh, you know, when we, we you know when you start something new, especially online, I don't know why it's always online, but you start something new, people are, you know, they kind of uh, it, it's not it's not so welcoming, you know. So, uh, but it's wonderful. It's wonderful that you found that uh, you found a space, and you know, it's awesome you're creating. I really hope to uh, to see some of your work soon. Well, yeah, I'm not sure you probably want to see mine. You might want to see some of my son's work. Oh, he used to be quite a good painter, actually. You know, in terms of um, physical painting, so he's actually quite good at it. Um, but we do find it fascinating. It's a good way to um, keep in touch. Um, a good way to to learn as well. I find it very important to make sure you get something new out of every day, uh, whether that's in business, whether it's in hobbies or in life or in general. And um, I have I have found the space very interesting. Yeah, very rewarding. Well, we really appreciate you uh, joining us tonight as well, Stephen, and um, and Beast Track J. Thank you so so very much. You mentioned NFT. London, um, we are going to be there on the 4th uh, in uh, in a pub, I believe, 
um, we're going to organise a get-together for um, any Cool Dudes Club uh, affiliated folks, artists and the interested, and we'll give priority to any emerged token holders uh, who are in town for that. Um, but, yeah, hopefully um, we'll be able to all get together and have a few drinks and a chat in real life um, and see each other as the sort of fleshy mortals we really are. I'd love that. Um, Count me in. Count me in. Um, I would absolutely love that. Awesome. Awesome. We'll give you all the details. Uh, thank you again, Beastract. Um, everyone should check out all of your work. Um, and like I say, we will have some more details on the collaboration very, very soon uh, with Safety First. Um, this was our first ever Arts Play Radio, APR. Yeah. Um, next yeah, we did it. Next week, um, we're going to have uh, Twick is going to join us. And then the week after that, it's going to be Jake Zellinger. And hopefully we'll have a whole bunch more uh, excellent folk along uh, in the meantime. So once again, uh, thanks very much. Thank you, Beastract. And uh, I know you've got another meeting to get along to. So, um, yeah, cheers, guys. That was awesome. Just want to say quickly, thanks so much for being an incredible host. You guys were so good. One of the the best spaces I've ever been in. <laughs> A fluke. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, I think you can, you can hear us blushing. Thanks so much. This was this has been uh, this has been a blast, man. And uh, you know, can just best luck. Take care, guys. Good night to all. Bye bye. Night all. Sweet dreams.